0: Welcome to the Spark a Dream Podcast, where we'll spark your interest in all things Disney, travel, and a little bit of everything in between. Listen as the stories come alive. Now, on to the show with your hosts.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spark a Dream Podcast. It is a Wednesday night the seventeenth of October. While we're doing this, Lauren just got done watching his Dodgers win a game. Getting ready this to win up. the series, hopefully soon. Yeah, I'm still not watching Pirates because well, they're not playing like no one not <laughs> here. Um, we could talk a little bit tonight. Some Disney news. Um, some price increases had just happened. Some we knew were coming. Some were kind of slid in there with it. Uh, we're gonna get to an email we actually got we actually got an email finally we're gonna talk about that and then we're gonna have a little fun game and it's gonna involve food so me and lauren love our food yes all right first topic i want to go into okay we know about the ticket price increase we know that it came out um from what i can tell you from dreamers do travels and all the agents that have been Price quoting for the last couple days and comparing, there are some time of the years that nothing changed. It's almost the same exact price. There are some times where there have been an increase. Um, our one agent Christie um, let us know the other day she priced out before the ticket change, uh, the week of Easter, uh, and after the change, and it went up two hundred and some dollars because of the the different time of year. So. What Disney's trying to do, and you could tell, is they're trying to get people to go to the slower times of the year. So my feeling is, they're next year, Yep, they're manipulating it. it. They're pushing you. Ooh, do I want to pay two hundred bucks more and go Easter, or do I want to go this time and save a couple hundred bucks? So Disney is trying to get those slower. Which I don't really think they have a real slow time of year anymore. The slower time of year, slow or a little more busier. So, and what do you think about it?
0: Well, uh, my kids' education comes first, Bill. I can't take my kids out of school to go to Disney. <laughs> yeah, you <Or> can't. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but no. That's. I mean, that's generally. You know, you can kind of plan your your trips accordingly to when people are going to be out of school, and so the whole pricing change. Uh, it's geared towards getting people to go during those times they want them to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so i just thinking about the 72 million estimated people that go to uh, Disney parks uh, a year. Uh, you you got to try to try to spread them out because all 72 million going on four months out of a 12 month calendar, the majority of the time It's like we. Eh. So uh, I like the tiered pricing as far as it not being too. What's the word I'm looking for? Too excessive, mm-hmm. uh, just across the board. But uh, it's a ticket increase, so it's like it's there's the negative connotation with it. But overall, I, I, I like the way that they are doing it. I'll oh, it's agree. not, it's not, it's taking a scalpel to the problem and not and not a hammer.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I agree. I, I kind of. I don't see Disney having the biggest slow time of year anymore anyway, so I think this is just going to help build those up and maybe the peak times bring them down just a notch. Um, But it'll be interesting to see what happens next year. I I think the crowd calendars that they have all over all these crazy sites, almost like you got to throw them away to see what happens here. Yeah,
0: I mean, touring plans and and all this other stuff that that people come up with, you really kind of have to throw them out the window because i mean disney especially in central florida is such a draw for that area's overall tourism that uh people will come to go to disney and then say oh well let's we spent five days here let's let's see what the other orlando theme parks have and they go for a day and so it, it it kind of spreads it out to where you can really kind of people are wanting to spread out a little bit more now universal's building up so it's like well let's go to disney on this and and during this time because we could probably see another theme park in lieu of paying that extra day for
1: a more expensive price yeah i agree so it'll it'll be definitely be interested to see um next thing i want to talk about is something they actually kind of slipped in there around the same time they've slipped in a couple (laughs) of things uh they also changed the parking fee and this is going to i i got a, a whole thing about this here so preferred parking which i think is crazy as it was is went from 45 dollars to 50 dollars. which i'm sorry i'm not paying God. that much Holy. more to park a couple sections closer to the park you're still walking no matter what yeah suck it up yeah standard um standard went from 22 to 25 which isn't a huge jump oversized vehicles 27 to 30 so the biggest jump was preferred um But just seeing these parking prices, just that alone tells me stay on property, book with Disney, because you don't have to pay for parking then. If you have a car with you, you get free um, parking at the parks. If you want to do that, most people should take the buses. Um, Along with that is also the parking fee now at the hotels. I mean, you should stay at Disney, take the Magical Express, get the free transportation, no gas needed. Just think of the money savings you have with um, staying on Dis- Disney property between the $25 a day for parking at um, the parks or if um, if you're not driving a car and staying on property, you don't have to worry about gas, some wet transportation to the resort. Yeah. There's just too much savings. Yeah, their prices are a little higher talking- for some other stuff, but, I mean, you're saving the money on all <clears throat> the little stuff, which is insane, including the dining plan, in my opinion. You're saving money with the dining plan if you stay at Disney property versus – Paying out of pocket i was i was just doing the math actually last night i still got to talk to my wife because we're we're going down obviously um a little over a week now not this saturday but the following saturday a surprise trip for the kids um and well we were originally not gonna do the dining plan um but i kept booking dining reservations and dining reservations and (laughs) (laughs) as i told you the other day i booked ohana's even though as Anybody listening to our last episode? Yes, Liz was against it, but you know, I saw it come available, and I, I have it on the list right now. I'm not saying we're definitely going. I still got to butter up for it and make her say okay. Uh, but if you add all the dining <laughs> one dining a day, but if you if you do one sit down a day, it almost pays for the dining plan. I think the dining plan is like fifty some dollars a day for uh, one sit down, one quick service, once s- or two snacks, and the refillable mug. Well, sit down meal these days is 40 bucks at least. So, a quick yeah. service is like 15 bucks a person. A snack is like 10 bucks. I mean, depending on what you get. And the refillable mugs killer. So, I mean, it saves you a bunch of money there. So, I already did the math. I have it somewhere in this hotel room. Um, probably my backpack, actually. But um, it was going to save each it's person at least that. 30 bucks a day. So it's
0: it's definitely worth it, and, and the thing with parking, I mean, it's twenty four dollars here at uh, to park at the Disneyland Resort, twenty four dollars for regular cars and stuff like that. and We don't yet have the preferred parking, but with the tram service that every that the, every park has now, paying twenty five dollars extra just to be a little bit closer to still have to catch the tram or or walk still i uh, not a significant way but still a little bit of ways is mm-hmm. in my opinion not worth it at all.
1: Agreed. At I, all. I get it. Yeah, it's I I've never paid parking fees cuz I've always stayed on Disney property and I don't see any reason why if you stay off property, let's just do this. Okay. You stay off property for let's say 4 days and you go to the parks 4 days. There's an extra 100 bucks right there. Sure, you saved hundred bucks in the hotel, yeah. but guess what? It just evened itself out. Plus gas. Yeah. Plus driving yeah. yourself around. So I mean, it, what is it worth to you? I mean, to me, time is money. Um, so yeah, having all good. those convenient convenient factors is more important to me than all that. So that's just a little bit there. Uh, next thing, another increase, another thing going up. Annual passes, so, uh, silver pass no. went from 439 to Four seventy nine, gold pass six oh nine. That is up from five eighty nine. Platinum pass, watch this eight forty nine to eight ninety four, and the platinum plus, which is gives you the water parks and all that stuff with the pass nine forty nine up to nine ninety four. Jeez, Louisa. <coughs> Makes me cry I'll more. tell you this
0: okay so funny story um, one year when I got my tax return back I was super generous and I bought Aaron and myself two premier passes the Disneyland and for Disney World wow. and we had them both because I bought mine here on the payment plan and if you go there you just pay the Three hundred something dollars extra to upgrade, and you still have your payment plan that you have. You just pay the difference out. And uh, <laughs> on a trip to Disneyland with my, one of my my friends, uh, Leonard, um, we actually got our annual passes taken away. <laughs> What'd you do? Uh, he was. Uh, oh, I said he's publicly intoxicated. We <laughs> were uh, at California Adventure and we had a, a trip to the Red Trolley and the Red Trolley kept coming around with, with beers. Hey, let's get a beer and wine, a beer and wine, a beer and wine. And it caught up.
1: Um, um, I imagine he had to do more than just be publicly drunk for that, to take the way to pass also, not just to like say, hey, go go cool off outside of the park. So I imagine he was probably oh, no, they said a little more than that. They yeah. did.
0: They said that. And we, so we left, and proceeded to try to come back in, like ten minutes later, <laughs> and that's when, that's when I got the,
1: the yoink. I feel like it has to be tough to get kicked out of Disney, uh, and to lose your access to the parks. I, I feel like you, I feel like it has to be tough, but you're making it seem like it's not that tough. No, it was, and I asked, I asked the guy, can I get mine back, uh,
0: like. Uh, I'm going to Disney World two weeks from now. I need that pass.
1: And they didn't give it back to me. Ooh, Aaron want to kill you? She did. I she can, did. I can imagine. Luckily, she was passes, she right. Was,
0: well, no, then she was uh, uh, on her college program then, so I got got taken care of. But
1: <laughs> besides the point. <board, laughs> wow. <laughs> that's that's funny and and bad at the same time but mostly I know funny cuz
0: I wonder how much those passes are now probably like the last I looked there was like 1249 or something like that and that was a couple
1: years ago so who knows, We're only knows they up 13 up, something up. now uh that's crazy <laughs> So what kind of news you got today Lauren
0: Uh well I actually have a, a little bit of an interesting um bit of news and it has to do with the um disney company and their lobbying for uh keeping gambling out of the state of florida so they uh the state of florida had an amendment that's been uh, in their um legislature for uh uh having a gaming commission similar to what california has with our like casinos and stuff like that for um like um, our indigenous population, like yeah, Indian gaming casinos and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Disney is throwing in twenty million dollars uh, to lobby against that happening in
1: Florida. Is that kind of like a bribe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just a little bit, a little bit. That's, you know, that's it's how that works. <laughs> but please do not, do not pass that. So yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: it's a, it's a, it's a ballot,
1: ballot initiative
0: that's uh, going <laughs> on in Florida. Uh, it apparently requires a 60, 60% statewide uh, support for it to go into effect. But um, uh, obviously, it's kind of in Disney's interest to not have that kind of um, come in and encroach. Like uh, we were talking about before with the, uh, the ticket prices increases and how much tourism is, is driven by Disney. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the control over that market that they have, being able to gamble and all this other stuff, mm, probably would take away from from what vibe they have going on over there as a theme park uh, area. So,
1: wow, it is what it is. I did not hear about that at all. Um, next bit of news. Oh, they finally announced the the all new Disney Junior Dance Party uh, will debut on. Looks like. December twenty second, over at Hollywood Studios. Uh, let's see characters. Mickey's going to be there. It looks like Doc McStuffins will be there. Timon, Vampirina, will all be over there. Oh, Mickey will be dressed as uh, uh, Mickey and the Roadster Racers. So, ah, be Mickey and neat. the Roadsters. So, I, I wonder if it's like.
0: Yeah, we took Riley to the Disney Junior Funhouse thing here at uh, California Adventure, mm-hmm. and they do like a Mickey and the Roadhouse Racers dance party thing. I wonder if it's going to be kind of similar to that, but my psyche-ish.
1: <laughs> uh, what else you got for us?
0: Um, Let's dig into the grab bag. Oh, this was kind of uh, interesting. So uh, Rainforest Cafe over at... Uh, Downtown Disney in the Disneyland Resort closed as part of that uh, construction for the luxury hotel that was going to be built in that area. And now that they are no longer doing it, uh, Rainforest Cafe wants to reopen that location. All right, but it's it's been closed since, Um, and Rainforest Cafe is kind of like one of those things where themed themed dining has kind of been on the decline. In the last couple of years, I don't know a whole lot of people that go to the Rainforest Cafe now. That's over by Animal Kingdom, or at Disney Springs, for example. But they want to open it up back at Downtown Disney, which is interesting. What they're gonna now that that hotel is not going to be built there? Yeah. What they're going to do with that area? Because we talked about Earl. Earl opened up again. Hmm. Gotta love Earl. <laughs> and so it's just interesting to see what they're what they're going to do there. If they're right. going to let them open up or if they're going to keep it, keep them out and put something else there.
1: Okay. In other news, um, the gondola system over the Skyliner gondola over at uh, Disney World, uh, they posted a, a job. Uh, they're looking for what are they looking for? A senior transportation engineer. Um, it was posted on October 11th. Now, from what this um is telling a lot of people and what the rumor is now this isn't going to open until summer of 2019 which if you listened to our last episode we were thinking more possibly like beginning of next year so this is a little further out than i and i think we expected if that's the rumors are even true because um even mm-hmm. if they're in, saying summer and they're wrong it sounds like it could be spring which is still a good bit away so yeah yeah so I'm, I'm I'm a little shocked at that. I was like, well, wow, I thought it was I thought it was a little further along than that. So guess uh, guess yeah, I'm, I'm wrong. Just yeah.
0: I mean, I get it. You want it to be, you want it to work and be safe, and not have people just up
1: there. <laughs> yeah. But it's a little disappointing. <laughs> I, I was a little I was a little, I was a little bummed to hear that. But yeah. Oh well, life goes on. There's other ways to get around. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's true. What else you got for the money on the stuff? Uh,
0: <laughs> so, yeah, the only thing uh, I have left is the uh, uh, report earlier this morning uh, f- out of the Hollywood Reporter that was talking about uh, China and the possibility of blocking Disney's uh, acquisition of uh, 21st century Fox assets. Uh, so, talking about the possibility of, of uh, Beijing weaponizing its antitrust approval process. Um, Mm. As a way of trying to uh, block that deal from happening, um, but why? So I, I I thought it was I thought it was a done deal. But well, they said was- they no. talked about it in the article. They talked about uh, how, how it uh, pending. It's still kind of pending regulatory uh, clearance and approval with the Chinese market, and the way that China is, everything's super. Super regulated over there, and I guess it's the, we're kind of been in an escalating trade thing with with China recently, and it's a way to uh, for China to kind of retaliate uh, against the United States about it. But I I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's just more uh, kind of speculation and, and kind of a spooky story for for people to tell. But um, we're talking about a seventy one billion dollar merger
1: <laughs> I mean I, I think it's, it's not gonna be okay it's not a cheap merger and uh I don't get why they're fighting it I mean it's a good company and it's a bad company in the same way because we've seen a lot of stuff that they've done fail uh, and the first thing that comes to a lot of our minds is obviously a lot of young people is the movies yeah. we've seen a yeah. lot of bad movies out of that company a lot a lot of yeah, x-men Fantastic Four <laughs> come out there that they were promising to be great in. Well, they first fell. class X Men first class is is, okay. is pretty good. One, you got one. Well,
0: they had, and the Phoenix Saga is coming up, and uh, Days of Future Past was good. The, like the newer movies, X Men are good.
1: Okay, some of them are, but imagine what Disney <laughs> could do with them. Just imagine what he yeah. could do with all that.
0: Yeah, I mean, Wolverine not being a part of Avengers is kind of like, what is this? Um,
1: but, yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, I th- you got, we, we got to see where those are going, too. Remember, next year, when that next Avengers movie, the end of Infinity War or whatever this last one's going to be called, I don't know if it's part two or what they're going to call it, but after that movie, all those actors that have been building this up for the Avengers um, are out. They're done. Yeah. So there's all the talks. Yeah. Well, are they Next gonna to be? Re- yeah, They're, are they gonna be replaced, or are they gonna move on and go to other stories with other characters? Which buying 20th Century Fox makes it easier to go. Okay, Captain America's done. Okay, Thor's done. Iron Man's done. So it's we can see. I mean, I truly would yeah. like to see some of the talks they have going on with um some of the comic books. I'm not a big comic comic book and uh, i don't read those but i do read about how they kind of merge the movies into them uh and they talk about how i guess the next the iron man over time becomes a female which i'd be fine with yeah um so i mean they could do all that kind of stuff they can move in a different direction i mean obviously somebody's probably gonna get killed off in the last avengers i mean last movie someone's gonna die um yeah yeah everybody's like oh Oh, Chris Evans, he posted that thing about the end and all this stuff with him there and I'm like and they're like, "Oh, they must kill him off." I'm like, "No, his contracts done. He said he was going to play out his contract and then he is done playing Captain America." He is sticking to that, which uh, all their contracts are up and you haven't heard one thing about anybody else talking about up in their contracts. So, I think they're just going to move on to and, let, and let's be honest, I'm not trying to be mean to those you. guys. They're not getting any younger. <laughs>
0: right I, I wouldn't i I wouldn't be upset about like a, a tony stark playing uh like he did in, in um spider-man homecoming like a little yeah. role not necessarily like a like the action hero but just like on the the sideline kind of uh fatherly advice obi- wan Kenobi s <laughs> <laughs> type role
1: I can understand, I can see that so I mean there's, there's there's a lot of stuff that's gonna happen over the next couple of years that we i mean Next year is filled with movies from Disney. Disney is going to make a lot of money next year, not just because of the parks and the Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge opening up in Disney World and Disneyland, but they have a... If if anybody goes, look, just go look online. You can see the timeline of all the movies coming out for Disney next year, and all I can tell you is jackpot, jackpot, jackpot. You've got (laughs) the last... Star Wars movie to go for the series, which I think, mm-hmm. it, even though everybody got upset about Last Jedi, it's the last movie for the saga. It's going to break records. You have yeah. uh, The Last Avengers. That one could break. Yeah, you got Captain Marvel coming out right before then. You've got all these movies. Another Smart Aladdin. Spider- Aladdin. You have a, a live action Lion King. Um, Frozen. Another Frozen movie. I mean, come on. Yeah. Toy Story, make Toy Story. They're gonna make money. They're gonna make a lot of money next year off movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's not Definitely. even with the acquisition of twenty first, twenty first century Fox. That's just kind of even more. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to seem a little yeah, bit like it is. monopoly, in my opinion, though. I will say that. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's,
0: <laughs> it's just like, interesting to see the like what story, what new stories that can be told and and retold like uh, we've saw like a couple reboots or uh, a couple versions of fantastic four, for example, and eh, Victor Von doom as, as a comic book guy, Victor Von doom is like one of my favorite villains. And so the last two iterations of him have been like flat to say the least. Mm -hmm. So seeing what Disney can do with him being an MCU character And how they could connect it all back and do all this other stuff because the Avengers is is just, it's lasting. It, 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 Hulk, She Hulk, Red Hulk, all kinds of different, different variations on on different things. And so, um, it'll be interesting.
1: And going back to Hulk, I think Disney did it right. They saw how bad Hulk did in two movies by himself. I don't think Hulk is a good standalone. Movie character, he does good with the uh, supporting cast, and I think they've done it very well to keep him in movies with the other characters and like plugging yeah. him into like that one in the Thor movie, having him in Avengers, all that. They didn't give him his own standalone, I think they actually played that oh. very, very smart. Well,
0: and I think that uh, I mean, there's something to be said with Edward Norton's portrayal of Bruce Banner versus like Mark Ruffalo, and that yeah. seemingly. Um, uh, there's, there's a, a a big difference in the way that they played those characters is of Bruce Banner being the quiet meek, but <laughs> the monster inside kind of a thing. It, it's kind of a delicate kind of balance. You have to walk to play that kind of character. Agreed. Um, uh, Black Widow's getting her own a movie. So, I mean, we know when this is going to happen to her. But um,
1: is it definitely uh, Scarlett Johansson though? I I believe that's already been decided. I think I was going to say because if it hasn't, I could see them going younger, going for the uh, Black Widow in the past, like a prequel. Yeah, prequel to her her life before she went to the good side before the snap. Yeah, before, before she uh, when she was a Russian spy and a bad person. Oh yeah. So I mean, I I, I hope that's the direction. Well, you can't go in the future. That would I'll be honest with you. If she was just in the future, I, I think it would be boring. I'm gonna be honest with you. About I, I would want to see the past. Yeah. Who is yeah. Black Widow before she became an Avenger?
0: I don't know, but her redger, her ledger was full of red ink. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was that was bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, but uh, else in the movies, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, else in the movies though. Um, I think the whole twenty first twenty first century Fox is a good acquisition to go with all their plans with media in general. Uh, and I think that's oh, one of yeah, the yeah. big reasons that it's going. Because I that's another thing. Isn't that next yeah. year? Uh the, they get their own uh their own app, their own version of Netflix. The that streaming. next year, right? Yeah. yeah, their own streaming service. That's next year, right? Yep.
0: It's already kind of like put the I was who I was just talking about that today, actually. Uh, on that uh, Fox show, The Gifted. Uh there's like all kinds of mentions of the X-Men and uh, all this other stuff in it before and after. That merger was announced. It's like they disappeared completely from the show.
1: Because <laughs> you can't keep so. using them if you're not, you're going to lose them soon. If you can't build it up exactly. and remove them because you can't, exactly. we can't kill them all off. Um, so, yeah, I think that streaming service, I think they're building it up so well without pushing it too hard. I think it's just happening because of all the stuff they've taken away from Netflix, all the little things they put out there for these shows that they're going to make. I think that service is going to be a must for a lot of people because it's the only way you can see certain things so I mean, sorry Netflix yeah. goodbye <laughs> yeah, unfortunately
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean I'm sure i sure I'll keep up, uh, I don't pay for Netflix
1: now, so we do, my kids are way too addicted to it sometimes, they, they know how to work the TV and put it on themselves yeah. Boss Baby has <laughs> been on way too much in my house
0: I love Boss Baby
1: <laughs> I, you know so to, to when they made it its own little TV series on Netflix, always Kaden is like, "Boss baby, boss baby." That's all. That or Caillou. <laughs> that's all I hear in the morning when I'm watching TV. Boss baby or Caillou? Caillou, yeah. Oh, Caillou, not so much. But Boss baby's pretty good. No, I, I'd rather watch watch Boss Baby. Caillou is absolutely boring and dumb, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it's the probably the worst show. <laughs> it, it's it's the kid that you want to smack because their annoying voice. yes i said that on the air that is a kid to smack right there caillou that 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 voice (laughs) all right moving on um what what else you got for the news anything else Uh, i got nothing else for news
0: uh let me queue up this email though if you're ready to go into that i'm ready to go in the email all right because it's a it's a pretty interesting one here uh, so, the email that we have this week is uh, uh, interesting, and I'm sure we're going to have uh, ample discussion about it. But it says um, from Anonymous, by the way, uh, I'm a big Disney fan and longtime listener of Disney podcasts. I have just seen your, your videos online. I'm a second generation DBC and coming since '94. My concerns are that in the time I've been coming, I have seen an erosion of the unique. Examples would be the Candy Woman in Epcot, uh, Japan's Pavilion, Adventurers Club, Egg Painting in Germany, etc. Also, the reduced capacity at at the rides to save pennies on slower park days. As I compose this, so many things come to mind that have been reduced. Sorry, I wish this was all in like one. (laughs) Reduced or removed (laughs) From park hours to activities, Disney is foolish to do this. I am fine with the increasing cost, but keep all the special things, park hours, and ride capacity. Once or t- uh, the fan base has a lot of patience and love for the brand, but it's fraying at the edges. My feelings may really only apply to a longtime park goers. Uh, if you're only here, or you've only been here once or twice, yeah, your sensory overload—you you could experience sensory overload. You would never see what I'm talking about. Um, I was wondering if you guys could discuss this on your next episode. Thank you. And I hope to have uh, more regular stuff from you guys.
1: Let's go to the last part of that about, because uh, it kind of goes with what we've talked about already today. Um, the reduced ride capacity, uh, crunching pennies. Um, I think some of that might be solved a little bit with this new structure of the park tickets, to be honest with you. Um as a former cast member, Lauren former cast member, you always knew when you went to the parks and worked there that day you had your your little meeting in your area in the morning. They told you the projected guest amount for the day, how many are gonna be there, and they based that mm-hmm. off of people in the resorts, surveys and stuff. Now it's more based off of the fast pass system, what to guess and everything. Um with the new park things, um, instead of you having let's say if you're there for four days and you buy a two-day ticket then not knowing what two days you're going, they can kind of narrow it down when you do it the first day you're gonna use it. I think um, by this they can maybe better um, better staff. Uh, I know their philosophy in my opinion is um, to do less with more uh, or yeah. do more, well, uh, do more with less, get that right Bill. Uh, do more with less, that's <laughs> that their model right now. They're cutting back uh, to save some money uh, and try to make the cast members that are there do a little bit more. Uh, I personally can see it. Um, I've seen it the last couple times of being there just from riding pirates, which I used to work at, knowing how efficient they used to run and how quick we used to get people through there. how yeah people walk at a certain yeah, people walking through the, the line at a certain speed to now being a little slower you, I can tell the difference just walking through that line from before. So I can see the difference, and yes, I do think they don't get through as many people. Now, years ago, they did break the record – what year is it? I know back in 2007 or eight, they broke the record for most uh, people put through the Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know if they've ever yeah. done it since then because they've reduced so much that I don't think they can. I really don't think It was
0: 2008 because that banner was well, still man.
1: in the break room. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm trying to remember, I remember the banner.
1: Um, I was trying to remember that. Um, so I don't know if they could do that again right now with the way they do things.
0: Um, no. I, and and it's it, I mean behind the scenes operationally. I mean, there's a couple of things that 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 have have slowed the process down um, to to get adequate forecasting for what the uh, park attendance is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so like being able to schedule fast passes, but not actually be in the park is one thing that is kind of like, okay, it removes, it remo- removes, uh, a, a place from in line. And if you never show up to that ride or you don't show up to the park that day, that it's not really replaced. <laughs> uh, that's one of the things that's kind of like, I'm finding more and more annoying, mm-hmm. more so annoying than, than anything else is that, um, Pre pre scheduling fast passes
1: and then people not show up to them are kind of like Ugh. well going to those fast Pet passes they are cutting back on the cheating of the system. There are a lot of ways in right. your system to cheat the system, getting in the park and everything and getting more fast passes. They have cut that out. Uh and actually the cast members that figured out how to beat that system on their own are actually losing their fast passes uh when they do that. Yeah, they
0: lose the eligibility, yeah.
1: So but but back to, to your bit. point yeah
0: to your point about about um, uh, ride capacity and things like that and the forecasting I think that is uh, another reason why they're going to the, the ticket system as well um, to be able to lock in and see what the needed workload is going to be because workforce deployment is it's a big deal
1: it, it is to Disney and if people don't know it they they thrive off of being able to use their systems that they created. Um, what's the system that we use? CDS, is that it? CDS, de- yeah. Yes, Cast Deployment System. Uh, most attractions have an actual deployment system that you use. Um, it's how you clock in. It's how you get your assignment. So Jungle Cruise, to be an uh, example, when you clock in, you click an assignment, um, you might be assigned to a boat. It tells you a boat to get on. And then you pass that slip of paper on to the next person and you go right down the line to bump the next person to your next position. You might be, everybody's in their spots. It might give you a stupid task like, uh, go check to see if you need to a clean queue or something. <laughs> all that crap. Greet guests, be extra greeter, uh, that kind of stuff. So they have a system in place for that. So uh, And the neat thing about that is behind the scenes where they do that. It's all in one place located in, underneath the Magic Kingdom that control all those things yeah. for all the parks. Uh, so Disney thrives on their system. So I think this is just a better way to better their system and have more control because Disney loves controlling everything. They love being the puppet masters of everything between the cast and the guests. <laughs> yeah. and,
0: and to the point of like, uh, like the, the little extra things that you used to get in the parks or the entertainment, I've kind of felt that for a little bit. Um, and I don't want to be... Like negative Nancy about it, but like um entertainment features um that used to be in the parks and, and things like that we'd like we discussed the uh, the street atmosphere over at Hollywood studios and that and that's getting getting uh decreased and um I think the the candy lady to this guy's answer the uh, the candy lady at right Epcot, I think she retired so i
1: I think uh, you're 100% correct. She was an older lady, and I don't think that is something you can just teach any cast member to do. I think it's something she learned yeah. from her heritage and everything, and she, you can't just pass that on. And plus, I mean, she yeah. probably cost a little bit to do that kind of – because, I mean, that's that's art. That is true art, what she was doing. It was really awesome. But, yeah, I, I think the fact that she – I think she had to retire and was getting older, and you, you can't replace that. Yeah. But now, the Adventures like, like, Club, we're not going to talk about. It. Yeah, Off-Kilter, they oh, yeah. that out. But uh, the Adventures Club thing is a sore yeah. subject to all of us, so that's a very tough thing to talk about. <laughs> I don't agree with that one. I, I understand the reasoning on some of the other stuff. and That one, I do not understand. I'm very upset about that one story. I, yeah. Yeah. It, it, the fact that
0: all that has been, been removed, but like Atlantic Dance Hall is still over there, and... Like nobody goes in there. Like, why is it
1: there? It but all the adventurous club over there cost, yeah. Performers cost a lot of money. Atlantic yeah. dance hall owns your pain as a DJ to play music for the five to ten people that actually show up there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that doesn't cost as much. The performers cost a lot of money. Um, I think we're because Disney they put on a drop ball. I agree. I think where Disney dropped the ball with the Adventures Club and stuff. I think they could have saved that one at least. I understand all the other clubs going away because they were getting away from the club atmosphere. They didn't want the club atmosphere anymore. They wanted more of a family-oriented place, restaurants and stuff. I think the Adventures Club could have survived. And I'm a former cast member and I'm still going to say this. The problem was they let cast members in free. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. paid money on drinks, but you let them in free compared to the regular guests. So the cast members lived there, the cast members ran it, and it pushed out the people that were paying. Yeah. So next thing you know, they're not making any money. And, and let's be honest, everything comes down to one, cost, and two, the bottom line, and that's what they're making money on. What's the, What gross are they making? What well, They're not making any money on it. They're all getting in for free. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, they made they some were. money off me of my convolutions. convolutions. I that I, I made a lot of money off me of those convolutions. I'll tell you that much. I, I hurt my bank account. um But yeah, it's <laughs> it, it Thursday yet. <laughs> a Thursday yet. Tomorrow's Thursday. I wish I could have a con. Oh, I wish I could have a convolution. I drink six of those before I climb that tower tomorrow. <laughs> 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 Just so people know, I'm going to. uh uh, World One Tower tomorrow um, in New York City for business and our dinner tomorrow night's at the top of World War um, World One uh, Trade Center and it scares the crap out of me that I going to be a hundred and some stories up in the air. I'm on the 18th store right now and I'm literally looking out the window right now. I can look out in the distance, but I cannot look straight down where my heart starts to like beat <laughs> out of my chest. So, <laughs> Well, all you got to do is think of a wonderful thought. No wonderful thoughts gonna make me think better about that. <laughs> a couple wonderful you can drinks. You could fly. You could fly. You could fly. I, I, that's how I feel every time I look out the window. I'm Like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna fall out. Even though there's like a window here in a wall, but I mean, <laughs> so yeah. Me and Heights don't go to weather together. Um, what was the last point of that email they were talking about? The egg painting. I don't have an answer on that one. Maybe you do because I do not. I yeah, I I, I didn't. I never done it, um, so I can't really
0: I, talk about it. Yeah, it's just talking think thinking the overall um, like discussion. And you know, uh like it's very uh, it's kind of the dynamic that my wife and I have. Like going since I was a little kid, and I, I need things to be the way that they are, the way that they were forever and always. Duh. And she's all about the Oh, there's going to be something new? Sweet. Yeah. Let's bring it. Let's do something new. And there's no like attachment there for, for certain things. And I just like the, as I've gotten older, I like the, I appreciate more of the stopping and listening to, to things and looking at things and, and doing all that, not necessarily going on the rides. Because uh, over at Disneyland, the bootstrappers are a comedy trope. Uh, that pile around in uh, New Orleans Square, and every time I've seen these guys, I stop and when we watch their their uh, their skits of their shows and stuff like that, absolutely hilarious. And it's just like that. That's not an attraction. It's not a. It's not a ride. I'm not getting the thrill from it or, or what have you. But um, it, it's it's one of those things that makes Disney Disney to me.
1: Yeah, I know how you feel. Yeah, I, I understand how you feel, but you got to look at the other side of that story. I agree with you. I I like the old stuff. I think about my past and everything, but you got to look at what they're looking at, okay? They love ours, our us because of that. We love that stuff and it brings us back. But it's the newer crowd coming there that's coming for their first second time. The younger crowd, uh, or the older crowd that's even never been there before, what can they do to draw them in? Um, let's be honest: if you've never been to Pleasure Island before, it was not—it wasn't something they advertised a lot because it wasn't a draw. Now they have Disney Springs, they got the Edison, they got this thing going on there, they got this uh, this uh, um, restaurant, this and that. They show that stuff, and it's people that have never been there before, and it bring some in. Definitely. I think that's the reason you see, as much as I know, a lot of us love the old stuff and want everything to stay forever. You you can't do the same thing forever and expect to get good results. That reminds me. Now that's, that's, that reminds me of what I was going to talk about.
0: So there is, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but this whole, uh, last week or so, there's been the, the rumor going around of, um, spaceship earth over at epcot closing yep. for a two year refurbishment a
1: half year refurbishment
0: talking about something new i'm like i'm okay with that one that one i'm okay with cuz i'd rather have jeremy irons <laughs> and when they changed it to judy Ditch, i was like meh. as long as they don't take away burning rome
1: well i don't and that's what I they're talking the about candle. the rumor the rumors are the first half stay the same um, the second half's going to change, which is what they pretty much did last time. Because if anybody remembers the original Spaceship Earth, uh, it used to have like this kid on a computer on this side of the country and this kid over in this country um, talking to people through the computer. You mean like we're doing right now? Communicore uh, online. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, that stuff's around now. That's why they got rid of that stuff. But then when you go backwards, it was supposed to be something else and they halted doing that. It was supposed to be all of this cool stuff. Then they ended up just making it lights. And from what yeah. everybody was told, it was because to do what they needed to on the way back was it would require a mass refurbishment um, because that track is not like touching the walls and everything. It requires taking a lot of stuff apart. Uh, and they couldn't yeah. do that without a big downtime. So the fact that they're putting it down for two and a half years, most likely, I feel like that whole thing's coming down <laughs> almost. Yeah. And I, I guess the goal is to have it ready for what their um, 40 year anniversary. Yeah. So I, I think that's, 40 I, I, they need to do something to that. I mean, honestly it's, it's neat to go in there. Yeah, Smelling the burning room is cool. But again, it comes 21. back to if you haven't been to Disney before is is spaceship earth a draw for you.
0: It absolutely is.
1: No, it's not. The golf ball. It's, <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> the ride is not. So everything in the – I think from what yeah. it sounds like, the whole front end is going to get redone. But I also th- do think – and don't t- – tell me if I, I – might be off topic or off course here from what I'm thinking. Okay. There's been a lot of rumors over the last six to seven months about a new resort at the entrance to Epcot. Kind of like mm-hmm. how Disney uh, Disney Paris has, you have to walk underneath the resort to get to the, into the Magic Kingdom, like through a little tunnel. If this is rumors kind of true, do you think part of the reason it's going down isn't just because the outside refurbishment, but possibly because it's going to take a couple years to build a hotel at the entrance? Think about it.
0: I Guess it could. I'm just trying to think of like
1: where it would be, pretty much where their tra uh, the uh, monorail is right now. Uh, probably from there, maybe a little further up in the parking lot, all the way to pretty much almost to the ball. Up to Spaceship wow. Earth. I mean, there's a lot of space there. Let's be honest, there's a big gap there that they could put it there and then make it wide. I mean, there's room. Come on, you know, Disney, if they could find room, they'll put it.
0: That's yeah, true.
1: But I had not. About? I had not thought about that. Um,
0: yes and no. I think uh, yes in the sense that it would probably um, Ch- change the face of Epcot. Change the yeah yeah. In uh, the no, in the sense that well if i'm not saying there it's not really a yeah it it
1: would be pretty sweet (laughs) yeah so who knows that's just rumors all this stuff is still rumors just remember that everybody this is rumors we're hearing for that no definite yet that this ride is going down anytime soon but you know when rumors keep floating around sometimes something real becomes of it so and when it happens it comes quick with disney like Ooh, one day yeah. there's nothing next thing there's walls and there's release out there they're going down for refurbishment for this long <laughs> we've yeah. seen that plenty of time <laughs> and it's like what there wasn't a wall there la- last night when i was in the park so yeah yeah never yeah. oh you're dropping stuff over there ah no i think we hit everything Did we hit anything we missed anything else out of that email i want to make sure we hit all the topics for this person
0: no yeah i think we're. i think that was good we hit everything. Uh, long story short, I agree. I, I mean, I feel you. I, I, I feel you're paid. I've seen the, the cutbacks. It does feel that way right now. But it, we're. it's coming into something that's going to be a, a revitalization, a new golden era
1: of the parks. Yes. And it will be very interesting over the next couple years of all these attractions being done and resorts what... How, what the park's going to be like in it, how busy it's going to be, because yep. it's going to come up quick. Just so stick la- through it. Just stick through it. Uh, last thing, since we didn't talk about it a lot today, Disney food. And yeah. we love our <sighs> Disney food. Um, we played a couple weeks ago the This or That game. Well, there's a new one I see out there. It's This or That Disney Snacks. Oh, yeah. This should be a fun one, because... Oh, come on, anything we talk about with food is good. I, I still got to make one that's a... I'm going to make my own that's like a, a restaurant one. They actually like a sit-down one, a quick service one for fun. Um, yes. We'll get right into it. Mickey Premium Bar or Mickey's Ice Cream Sandwich? <sighs> well, this is actually not
0: really that hard for me. I'm going to go uh, Premium Bar. Why? Uh, I already... I, I like ice cream bar sandwiches. I don't know. I like the chocolate, the hard chocolate. I'm not really a big chocolate guy, but I like the dark chocolate and Mickey's ice cream bar. And the fact that on the Disney Cruise I can get unlimited
1: supply. Okay. Good point there. I'm going to go Mickey's ice cream sandwich just because it's got the cookies and cream ice cream in it because I like cookies and cream ice cream. But two, because every time I get one of those hard Mickey's premium bar... When you're walking around the park and you're eating that, and that chocolate's just flaking off, falling all over the place, or getting on you, sticking <laughs> to you, I look like a mess. So, that's my reasoning. See, had it been uh, ice cream sandwich from the bakery,
0: yes, that okay, that's a
1: whole time. different. That's a whole different kind of ice cream sandwich. That's, exactly. Uh, that's like a that deluxe a, ice cream sandwich. This <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about going from a pre-packaged ice cream sandwich to a scoops of ice cream put in front of you together and slapped together with a nice big two cookies, so that's completely different. Alright, next one. Churro or funnel cake? Um, I'm going to go churro,
0: although in America on our last trip in July, I did have a pretty good funnel cake, but uh, I'm a fan of the cinnamon, so I'm going to say
1: churro. See, I'm a churro fan too, and I, I always look for the churros. But every time I get them now, they're always dry. So I'm gonna go funnel cake because uh, <laughs> there's multiple places you can get that too. Uh, Sleepy Hollow, or over in America at Epcot. So, and I love that smell over by Sleepy Hollow. So, all that fried. How is Because
0: it's like a uniquely American uh, dish or?
1: Good point. I had no oh, I, I had no clue. Kind of yeah, America, America, America. So, yeah, I didn't think of that. For liberty, but... America. <laughs> so the next, next one. The American way. <laughs> Pretty much. Pineapple Dole Whip or Citrus Swirl? I love the Little Orange Bird, but I'm going to say Pineapple Dole Whip. It has a part of our heart because we're ad so... Yeah. Pineapple Dole Whip. This one to be better the, if it's got rum. In it. Yes, you can't get that. In, in and Mag- well, you know what? I wonder if they will cut sooner or later because now pineapple Dole Whip now it's got a bigger location and now they're going to start letting more different kind of drinks into Magic Kingdom. I wonder if you'll be able to get mm-hmm. it with rum soon in Adventureland. Because you can uh, get it in Animal Kingdom, you can get it with rum in it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, over in uh, Polynesian Resort, yeah, but. I, I, might be something coming. Candy Apple or Caramel Apple? Can I say neither? <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was going to say. I'm,
0: I'm not dealing with Candy uh, Apple. If, yeah, I was going to say if I had to pick one, I would say
1: Candy or Caramel Apple because I like Caramel. Too messy. That's the reason. I don't want to yeah. get that and eat in the park and by the time you get it back to the Damn. resort, it's like sticky. This is a I, I don't get this one. This this one makes no sense, these this, this or that. Popcorn or turkey leg? <laughs> uh, I'm
0: gonna go turkey leg.
1: Agree. Maybe it's salty
0: maybe it's salty snacks. But I'm gonna go turkey leg on it. Only because the popcorn Disney popcorn is good, but I like like movie theater butter. On
1: my popcorn, I'm very <laughs>
0: particular about that. Extra, it's uh, a okay. turkey leg.
1: Yes, <laughs> I, I just don't get why those two are in the same category. Um, why wouldn't you put a turkey leg up against something else? What uh, what else could turkey leg go up against, or what could popcorn go against that would make it a little more, <laughs> <Nuts>. <laughs> more even? Yes, there popcorn you go. Versus, popcorn uh, versus the almond uh, nuts. Yeah, I agree with you. The roasted nuts that. That okay, let's let, forget the turkey lake because we know we both are going to agree on the turkey leg. <laughs> popcorn or the roasted almonds.
0: I'm gonna go popcorn on that, and then that in that scenario, then because I'm gonna the, go almonds. The, roasted, the roasted almonds smell fantastic, but the smell is deceiving.
1: What if you get a fresh batch? It is great. Now, I had to smell that a lot. If you're a greeter over at Jungle Cruise, you got that <laughs> smell because you're literally like. Ten feet of uh, staircase oh. away from it, <laughs> you got that, phone, man. It got you hooked. But yeah, so there. Better comparison: popcorn versus the nuts. Popcorn and turkey leg. That, that I mean, turkey leg is gonna win every time, <laughs> in my opinion. I
0: would say maybe like turkey leg and like uh, Disneyland. They have chimichangas,
1: okay, which are pretty good. Uh, Mickey Rice Krispie treat or Mickey cookie. Before you answer this one, I, I have to ask, because I don't know which which uh, how it goes. Are we talking about like the big Mickey cookies or are we talking about those pre-packaged minis bakery cookie ones? Let's let's decide that right now uh, before we answer.
0: Yeah, that's probably good. Um Let's not do the prepackaged. Let's do well, I guess they're both pre-packaged, kind of. Kind of. But... In that scenario, to make
1: it to make it even. Let's do both prepackaged. Okay, so which one did you pick? I'm going to go Rice Krispie Treat. I was going to go Rice Krispie also. Why for you, though? Yeah. Uh, I, I like Rice Krispie
0: Treats, and I think Disney does. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really hard to get a like a, a, a good Rice Krispie Treat, because sometimes they put too much marshmallow, and other oh. places they don't put enough marshmallow, but Disney puts the right amount of marshmallow in it.
1: <laughs> exactly. if you're doing that with a rice krispie it's a good one uh I, I, lo- I, lo- I love mickey's rice krispies i don't mind their pre-packaged one they're not the best but uh they're better than the cookies in my opinion I, I, the disney cookies and eh. the rice krispies between the fresh ones with the chocolate on them and the pre-packaged one i'd rather have any minute of the day so okay this one's an interesting one because this can go a bunch of ways first one's yeah. easy Cotton candy or Goofy's Candy Company candy. Goofy's Candy Company candy. So, if anybody knows, that's prepackaged candy and that comes in a variety of different things. You can get like a whole bunch of different sweet candies, tarts. Yeah. You can get gummies. Um, I'll be honest, I'd probably pick neither of these. <laughs> <I> Rick <care less. laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not a big
0: cotton candy guy, so uh, I'm gonna go gummies all day. The goofy,
1: goofy gummies. If I had to pick, I'd do that. I don't cotton candy. I can take a little piece and be okay. I don't like to eat a lot of cotton candy. Cotton candy, this just a bunch of
0: it's air, sugar. It's air sugar,
1: <laughs> sugar air at an expensive price. But again, you can do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, uh, it's not not sticky fingers are kind of like no it's yeah. not the same as a race <laughs> <part>. <laughs> so yeah okay this one's a good one Mickey Waffle or Mickey Pretzel oh yeah I knew I looked at it I'm like ooh that's a tough one
0: oh. here's let me ask you this is the Mickey pretzel cream cheese filled? And do I get cheese?
1: I love how we have these stipulations we keep putting there. Is it this one or that <laughs> one? Is it pre-packaged or made fresh? Is it... <laughs> yeah. We've changed this list up completely. What it should be. <laughs> Let's be honest. Cotton Candy shouldn't have gone up against Goofy's Candy Company because that makes no sense either. Um, no. So that was an easy one for us to pick. I'm going to go
0: Mickey pretzel. I'm going to go M- Mickey pretzel.
1: I'm gonna agree with you. As much as I like the waffles at Disney, there's nothing better than getting a Mickey-shaped pretzel in your hand and walking around and tearing Mickey up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, even, I know the- I know it comes awesome. with cheese, but I normally don't get the cheese because I don't feel like sitting there. One, because um, it's hot cheese. It's hot cheese. Uh, and I don't. I'm not gonna sit there and do this when you have kids. You can't push stroller. You can't help it out too, because <laughs> you see that cheese. It's gonna be one hot mess. So, I would I would not want that <laughs> to deal with at the parks. So yeah, I go I go Mickey pretzel though because nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. But yeah <laughs> I thought it was a good list, Elson. the obviously the the turkey leg being against popcorn and. If I had to go back and change something from cotton candy versus goofy's candy company, I guess I would go cotton candy versus cake pop or something. a D- uh, Mickey cake pop or or uh marshmallows, a chocolate covered marshmallows or something. Yeah, the, the marshmallows. Yeah. Something a little more even up versus a bag of candy. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> a, r- a random candy of your choosing. Actually, yeah. listen let's,
1: let's, let's I... right now. I got one for you. The marshmallow, chocolate-covered marshmallows with either sprinkles, M and M's, versus a Disney cake pop, which could be different flavors inside, different chocolates on the outside, could have marshmallows for Mickey ears, could not, could look like Mike Wazowski. So, I'm gonna go cake
0: pop. I like like, like cake pop.
1: I would rather eat a cake pop than a much marshmallows. So yeah, I'm, I'm a, I love their <laughs> I, I love their cake pops too. They make really good cake pops back there yeah, um, nice uh, in the circus tent uh, back there. I love especially yeah. the Mickey ones where it's like not just a round ball. It's kind of more flat and then it has the Mickey ears to it. So that's that's a good one. Oh, get one of those in a couple of weeks. Flavor. Now we're gonna yeah. have a little fun <laughs> after I get back from Disney because one I'm gonna vlog a lot and I'm gonna I got my GoPro got the. I didn't take this today. I meant to take it, by the way. I went to uh, the 9-11 Memorial today. Went actually through the Memorial, which is underground. And literally takes two hours to get through just walking around, seeing all this stuff. Oh, wow. It it really hits your heart when you're in there. Really. Oh, wow. Uh, But GoPro is going to – back to the GoPro. um, I will be taking that with me to Disney to film parades, fireworks, um, the food i've already uh been i gotta map out all the different foods at the halloween party that we talked about before and actually give like a more what i actually think about it i know liz is looking forward to the cotton candy ice cream which i'm like yeah i want that burger i want that burger yes (laughs) (laughs) i want it i'll give me that burger so Um, that burger that burger can be there Liz is like the other night with lily going do you think you would like this cotton candy ice cream one of these years from a Halloween party? And I'm just thinking, oh, that girl has no clue what's coming to her next weekend. <laughs> See, here's
0: the, uh, like, the co- okay, the cotton candy shake over at Planet, Ho- Planet Hollywood. The ice cream in it is pretty good. It's pretty, I, I was actually really surprised because I was thinking, eh, it's probably like trash. But it's actually really good. And if it's anything similar,
1: it'll be enjoyable. I don't like candy corn. Why would I, why would I, eat ice, uh, candy corn ice cream, man? So I don't know. Yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's going to be great. I, I just don't like candy corns. So I don't, I don't get, I don't get what everybody loves about them.
0: Candy corns that misunderstood Halloween candy. <laughs> what do you mean by that? A lot of people don't like it, but it's okay. It just, it doesn't really have a taste like, okay. It's either like for Halloween at my house, Growing up, we usually either got my grandma always bought candy corn because she loved it, or we got those like pumpkins that were basically candy corn, <laughs> but in the shape of pumpkin. So it's like it doesn't really have a; it's just sugar. It did not have a, like a thing. Like yeah. now looking back, I probably wouldn't. I don't eat as much of it because it is just pure sugar and like the sticks to your teeth and all that other stuff. I'd rather have I'd rather have gummies and or nice Laffy Taffy, some Starburst. Mm, yeah.
1: See, I guess I put candy corn in the same category I put peeps in. Don't know why they exist. Oh, yeah, peeps yeah. are good for putting in microwaves, and candy corn. <laughs> for, candy corn is good for putting in the trash because it literally tastes like soft plastic when you're chewing on it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's. Pop- true. I guess they're talking about the candy corn pumpkins. Yeah, I know they have more shapes now and like chocolate on them now, but pff, oh yeah. Don't get candy cores. It's not my thing.
0: The pumpkins were they were good. The, like, it was like I don't know what changed the shape. All the thing that changed was the shape, but I'd rather eat the pumpkin than the corn, even though they they tasted the exact same, but the pumpkin was more delicious. It's in your head. It was
1: all marketing. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> it worked on you guys. I looked at it and said it's the same darn thing. Like uh hocus pocus. Ah! Halloween was created by the candy companies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> a little bit. And they, they reap the benefits of the time of year. Um, but yeah, I so. Told, I told Aaron this year
0: we have to have a ofrenda because Riley is all about Coco. Coco,
1: uh, <laughs> cocoa, Coco. Our kids uh, for Halloween this year are going as all the incredible kids. Uh, Landon's going to be Dash. Oh. Lily's going to be Violet. um you can't get a uh baby jack jack costume above a size 2t and, 2T. and two, <laughs> so we got him a dash costume and he just wore, wore the gloves and stuff yeah has so, already got the hair for um dash just gotta slick it back, <laughs> um, <Look> it back. <laughs> i offered liz to let me dye lily's hair for the night and she said you're not dyeing her hair for halloween so no well, fun you can he, me get a wig and then obviously um Mr. Incredible. So okay, I'm not really gonna dress up as Mr. Incredible. I'm just gonna wear like an incredible Oh,
0: t-shirt. I was gonna say, I'll go with you and I'll be Frozo. And I'll call you know,
1: Where's my suit? super suit? <laughs> I, I should just get a uh, um a shirt with my uh, picture of me on it and like just put that on and walk, start walk around with which Liz looks and goes, I thought you were gonna wear your incredible t shirt. I said I am, I'm wearing a picture of me. <laughs> no, and he, he'll he be pl- in New York all week. Well, <laughs> till Friday, fly home Friday. Uh, wonderful hour flight back to the Berg. It's cold here, yeah. it, it's like it was like 60 yeah. degrees here today. Um, but it did not oh, feel like you had to be in the sun, and with all these tall buildings, you don't get sun. <laughs> so, New Yorkers must well, be. It was a a, a a nice
0: crisp eighty-three degrees today. You know,
1: if this wasn't supposed to be oh a God. clean, a show, light wind blowing it, right now. <laughs> I'd have a lot of words for you right now. If this wasn't a clean show, and maybe a finger or two of them <laughs> <laughs> to the side. Peace All out. Right. I'll be in Disney World in a little over a week. That's true.
0: Just Someone well was supposed on. to
1: be in Disneyland last weekend and failed. And you know,
0: it was probably good that I did because all Saturday I was uh, paying the price for my birthday. <laughs> oh, but, well, that's uh, something that you could
1: have been good. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, was the, that, I was looking uh, at that Disneyland pictures from you and some some videos and talking to you from there. So, that Toby, I,
0: I I know now know the the meaning of that Toby Keith song. I ain't as good as I once was. But I'm <laughs> as good once as I ever
1: was. <laughs> that was like us last night here in uh, New York. Uh, we're hanging around with a bunch of older guys. Let's be honest, a bunch of dealer owners, and they have a couple younger guys with us, and they just want to keep going a little bit. And I'm just like, I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> So
0: That's how I was last night on the Dodger game. It went like five and a half hours. I'm sitting here. It started at five, or yeah, started at, at at six, and I'm sitting here thinking, "Oh, it'll we'll be, it'll be over, it'll be over." And it went to thirteen innings. Eleven thirty. I'm sitting here falling asleep.
1: <laughs> it went till was it was a two two something in the morning here. Yeah, I couldn't have done that because I'd be up like six. So yeah. Uh. Nor do I want to watch a game that has no influence on my liking of a team because I hate all baseball teams because they are better than the Pirates. So, (laughs) yeah, I I, I, uh, I just,
0: it's cool. Uh, I I just like baseball, so I'll watch random games and it doesn't really matter who's in it. But one thing I will say is um, having the Fox Sports uh, analyst. And having that analyst be Joe Buck is one of the most annoying things ever
1: in the history of annoying things. So you're comparing Joe Buck with baseball to probably Chris Collinsworth with um, football. Chris Collinsworth at least has the experience to connect what he he says. I hate him. He hates the Steelers. He's a Cincinnati former player, and he talks crap. Uh, about the the Steelers as he's calling the game. And it's not like he's saying it out loud. It's like beating around the bush kind of things that just piss you off and you want to go, get the heck off the air. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We'll compare those two. But anyways, let's go back to the show. This just be something I'll have to edit out just for the rambling. Um, Also, I'm going to put this back (laughs) on the screen because we are pushing this mail at sparkadream.net we got our first email we talked about our first email be the next one because we'll talk about it we're not afraid to talk about anything you put up well okay depending on what you give us information on it has to be clean (laughs) (laughs) let me get something really wrong or something they're gonna be wondering why we didn't talk about it we want it to be what we're talking about it's got to be something that's relevant to what our podcast is about uh we'll travel and everything um and it's or it could just be some feedback what you're seeing from our show and make sure you also go over to if you have an iphone itunes or over to podbean.com and check out our podcast because these episodes as of now after we are now getting the hang of the live recordings we will make sure these all get turned into uh recordings for you to be able to listen to while you work out hang out oh driving going to bed, a one. driving driving Driving, if you got a good commute, we're, we're fun to listen if to. If you need to be put to
0: sleep, I am more than happy to put on my sleep radio voice.
1: Or we can just put a warning in the air. warning if you are driving, we might put you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do not, not listen op- while driving.
0: <laughs> do not operate heavy machinery while the podcast is in play.
1: Please, guys, well, email us. Mail at sparkadream.net we want to hear from you we want to talk about stuff um we'll do another episode next week before i leave town and then obviously the episode after that we'll talk a little bit about my experience at um mickey's not so scary and we'll talk a little (laughs) more disney and i'll make lauren drool a little bit talking about some of that
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've actually been
1: uh i've been in
0: contact with the uh uh current cast member who's um Uh, My buddy Dave, he works in uh, uh, the whole behind-the-scenes aspect uh, of Disney. And he has gotten the green light to uh, appear in in podcasts and and doing that kind of thing from Disney. So uh, be on the lookout for some upcoming stuff with, with him.
1: Let's bring him on. Now, has he tried all the Halloween treats yet?
0: That I don't know.
1: Oh, one of these days I'm gonna like not do that. <laughs> oh, That's the second time but, tonight. I know. <laughs> rookie mistakes. Enough of these
0: rookie mistakes. mistakes. Uh, but Dave is Dave's been a Disney cast member, uh, like going back, like back in the day, like back when it was like Snow White Village for the college program kind of days.
1: Oh, gosh, wow! Back uh, in the day.
0: So <laughs> he's he, he he knows a lot of a lot of good stuff, a lot of a lot of good Disney Disney knowledge. So
1: Perfect. We'll get, him, we'll, on. We'll get him on one of these episodes and we'll have a little fun. Um, but else than that, guys, thanks for listening. Uh I'm Bill. I'll see you real soon. And obviously that's my man out there in California.
0: In the West Coast holding it down.
1: Thank you for listening to the Spark a Dream podcast. Please check out our website at sparkadream.net
0: to hear other episodes and catch up on our blog. Please also check out our sponsor, small business travel agency Dreamers Do Travels, Inc., an authorized Disney vacation planner offering destinations around the globe. A team of travel professionals from all across the U.S. is ready to help you plan your travel adventures concierge
1: style at no extra cost to you. Set out for a new tomorrow and we'll see you real soon.